of all the tea. I guess that's what you guys call it. I spill the tea. I fucking guzzle the tea and I go and spit it all over the place because I'm telling the truth. And that's the tea. Tea is your truth. Tea is what is the tea? Like, what is your truth? What's going on with you? Here's the nice and confusing tea. Girl, what is the tea? What is it? Chaz, welcome to the show. How are you? I am good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you. Um, I'm a huge fan of The Circle. I've had Courtney from season three, I want to say, on the show before a few times. And like you are just this season, my absolute favorite. So I'm very happy to have you today to talk a little bit about The Circle. Thank you so much, Courtney from Courtney season two. Season two, Courtney. Yes, yes. I love, 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 love my Courtney so yeah. much. <laughs> Courtney's the best, love, and I just feel like you guys give a lot of the same energy. You guys, like, you know, there's always, like, someone who stands out each season, and you guys were that for me, so. Oh, thank I you love. so much. So I want to start from the beginning here, because I know there's got to be a story on how you ended up on the show in the first place. So what is the story behind that? How did you get cast on the show? Um, you know, I had a really interesting experience. So I moved to LA and um, at the time I was in the middle of rebranding my Instagram and all of my social media. So I deleted all, all of my pictures on Instagram except for one. Mm -hmm. And of course, the second I delete everything, I get the email that's like, we're now casting for the circle. Go ahead and apply. And I'm like, really? Was it archived <laughs> or like actually deleted? deleted like uh, gone okay, okay. Yeah. so i was like you know what let me just go ahead and just apply see what happens literally i auditioned and two weeks later i got the call and the casting director was like i loved your audition video but chaz you only have one picture on your instagram <laughs> like people are going to be looking you up we need to see what you're about yeah 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 exactly so he was like um but the casting team, like, they love you. We just need you to, like, build more of a portfolio. And I was like, well, I'm in the middle of rebranding, so building a portfolio won't be an issue. Um, I just need time because I want to build organic content. Right. And um, so, yeah, I had a really interesting experience with getting on. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got that tripod ready and said, let's go. Let's get it going. The second we hung up, I'm like, all right, boom, posting my next picture right now. <laughs> Amazing. So do you find yourself kind of like talking in hashtags now? That's something I really kind of wonder, like, because you guys go, you know, when you're doing your messages, it kind of like Austin Butler effect here with how he can't like get rid of the Elvis accent. Are you like stuck talking in hashtags? Honestly, like, <laughs> honestly, I'll have random moments where I still do the hashtag yeah. or I'll spell out something just by saying like, LMAO exclamation point question mark send <laughs> just to be just to be like annoying like that but um, I think more so in the beginning after we uh, we got done filming I was definitely in, in my hashtag era yes. but um it's as of lately no <laughs> I'd, so I would be like to my boyfriend okay let's go on a date night hashtag surf and turf let's go <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay exactly yeah oh my god now you went into the circle as yourself but you had a few, uh, you know, fibs here and there in your profile. One thing that you put is that you were single when you're actually engaged. So do you think that posing as a single person entering the circle helped your game? And where are you with your wedding planning? So going into the show single, I felt like was going to be my benefit because I was like, just in case I end up needing to flirt with someone. Yeah. If I was in a relationship and I tried to flirt with someone, then they would call me a cheater. 
Right, right. Yeah, exactly. We don't need that. You know, so going in single was like, okay, I'm available just in case someone likes me. And honestly, like when I first went in the first day and I saw all the profile photos, I was like, great. There's no gay guys here. I don't need to flirt with anybody. I could have came in this game in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, so. that's all over, but it's okay. We'll get to exactly. That. <laughs> and then, and then, so how is everything with wedding planning now in real life? So, so we were. So um, my fiance and I, we were supposed to get married in June of 2020, mm -hmm. but that's when COVID happened, um, and our wedding was canceled, and we never picked it back up. Yeah. Um, because so many things were just changing in his life and in my life, and now that things are a bit more settled, we've been talking about the wedding more op more often now, but still no official wedding plans because we want to buy this house and oh, we want to have a baby. <laughs> I am, all of my friends are like kind of in that same phase of life right now. Exactly. It's like, mm, yeah, a wedding would be great, but like house, house first. We need to figure that out. Zillow.com. Like, let's get that handled, which is honestly, exactly. let's just side note, like the worst right now. Like looking, it's a little uh, upsetting looking at these houses, this housing market right now. But awesome. yeah, quite true. And li especially living in LA, like all these million dollar houses right now are like. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Like it's like a million and up or you're living in a shed. So that's kind of where we're at, but pretty much. Yeah. Apartment living isn't too bad, but I got to get out of here. So yeah, I, <laughs> I hear you on that. Because all the money we pay in rent, I'm like, we can have a mortgage at this point. Oh, it's, oh, it's awful. And you know, the apartment I'm in now with my boyfriend, like we got it, um, like one of those COVID deals, like at the end of 2021, so we had like X amount of months free, like we have a great like deal going on. But once our lease is up at the end of uh, in, in the fall, it's like, you're going to go back to your regular price. I got to go. <laughs> we got we got in when the price was right. So exactly. <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah, it's such a waste. Like, definitely. I totally hear you get that house and then the rest will follow. Yeah, um, exactly. Now, another thing you did, too, is you entered the circle as um, a registered nurse. And we know you, you're a shampoo, shampoo poppy. I almost called you champagne poppy. I'm just <laughs> <off> the tongue. <laughs> but which is the name that you've given yourself for those who don't know for your business as a mobile car detailer. So I'm just very curious and I need to know like the craziest thing that you have seen in somebody's car. This was, I've seen some crazy stuff, but I think the craziest thing I've ever had to clean up thus far was throw up. And this was actually in one of, one of the, yes. And one of the pilots I filmed. Yes, oh. it was it was it was a real life Jersey Shore moment. Oh, and that's where I'm from, by the way. Yeah. So you get it, you get it. So honestly, like no shade to whoever did that. I understand. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm from I'm not from the shore, but I'm from Jersey, so it's like I understand. Also, I don't know where we were. But it was in South Jersey, and let me tell you something. Like, which was it was a day old. Oh, no. It was a day old. I didn't call you as soon as it happened. Oh, no. It was a day old. And I mean, luckily for her, she had it covered with like towels and everything. But it was thrown up all over the windows, all over the seats. And she had leather seats. So it really stuck. It was it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was. Okay. You can stomach that. I'm like somebody who I don't know how I'm going to be a mom one day because I, I can't stomach. Like I hear someone puke like. Like I'm throwing up. I hear it. I don't need to smell it. So I can't imagine that. Oh, I can't imagine. 
You are a brave one. Um, yeah, by far that that's been the worst. <laughs> my God, so you, that smell is just completely gone. Like when when you're done with that, and it's jeez, oh, good. God. Yeah, her car. I'm, and she, it was a minivan, but her minivan looked like brand new. When I was done cleaning it, I was so proud oh, wow. of, of that work. And it did. She was also a painter, so she painted for a living. Oh. So she had paint everywhere. So. What I thought was vomit was paint, and then what I thought was paint was oh. actually vomit. It all, yeah, it was all like integrated into one. <laughs> was it her that did the puking, or was she like? Because there's a lot of at the shore bars have minivan uh, like cabs, I guess. So I don't know if she, if someone else did that in her car, I'd be like, you are paying for this. Yeah. No. It was her friend, okay, and she was the designated driver. the The driver doesn't drink. Yes. Okay. Who owns the minivan? Oh, yeah. Poor thing. Oh, poor thing. God. God bless her. That's, uh, you know, but I understand again, sometimes those summer shore bars get the best of you. So, I mean, we're all entitled to one night. Yeah. <laughs> we're all entitled to it. You know, my thing isn't puking though. Like, I'm someone who will just fall asleep on the spot. I could be standing up in a pair of heels. It's almost a skill, I would say. And I'm just like, so I'll be so drunk and just like lights out. I'm, I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. I'll take it over the puking, over the yeah. friend or the angry friend. I just sleep. I mind, I mind my own business and fall asleep. So yeah, I, I watch my limits specifically so I don't puke because I, I don't like yeah. her up. And when I pulled up, I was like, your friend needs to be detailing this car. She needs to come and watch this. Right? That's what I was thinking. But, you know, that's a good, that's a good friend. She said, you know, you do you. I'm going to take care of. Um, she gave me a nice tip, so I was happy. Good, great. <laughs> Make it worth your while. You have exactly. that. Um, now, you said you posed as a nurse, like strategically, because you felt like people were going to be more likely to open up to you as a nurse, as opposed to like the guy that's just coming through cleaning your car. Um, do you believe that that strategy worked and helped your game? Yeah, I, I think so, because I was I've been a I've been a medical assistant for 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, so and I kind of feel like as a medical assistant and as a nurse, you kind of gain uh, certain ways to uh, develop trust with your patients or people at the bedside. Mm -hmm. And you need that level of trust. You need your your clients or your patients to feel comfortable enough to open up to you um, and express certain things about their lives or their, their conditions to you. Right. It's a nurse-patient relationship. So I looked at it like, okay, if I go into the circle and I bring my compassionate bedside skills into the circle, that would do me well as compared to just someone who is washing cards. Cause I can tell you, I wash cards on the circle, but then the next day later, you've already forgotten that. Right. Right. And, and so, and I definitely think that worked because everyone would say when you, I'm sure when you watch it back, you see everyone saying, Oh my God, Chaz is running this game. He's running this game because everyone can open up to you. Tom, like laughing comedian, Tom got serious with you and, and, I mean, anyone who felt like they couldn't open up, I feel like they did with you. So I, I totally think that, that connection worked and, and that angle really worked. People weren't, didn't just see you as like, I mean, I think they got that part of, you know, a guy who's just like your friend washing your car, but also someone who they could trust from that, that medical perspective too. So that definitely. Exactly. Worked. Yeah. And carried you through, I'm sure. Um, now I saw, I don't know if many people know this, but you've since gone back to nursing school. So congratulations. That's major. And you graduate soon, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I graduate in 16 days. Oh my God. That's very soon. Congratulations. Yeah. That's that is really major. Um, is there a particular area in the field that you kind of hope to get to work in once you get your degree? Um, you know something 
I like I've done so many different rotations and clinical settings and nothing has given me my spark. Nothing. Yeah. Until last Friday, I went to the NICU and I was working with like the newborn babies and the, the ICU for babies. And I was like, wow. I feel something. I feel a spark. I feel happy. I feel like some sort of passion. I feel some sort of purpose. And I was like, okay, I think um, in the future, I can definitely see myself becoming a NICU nurse. That's amazing. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like that's just so meant to be too, because you're, you're at the end of your journey and you're probably thinking like, why isn't anything like clicking and like right at the end, like there's something just like, you know, something switched. So that's amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Good for you. That really is such an accomplishment that you should be really proud of. Like, you know, thank you so much. Going back to school is not an easy feat for anyone. I can't. No. Even. I, I really can't. Um, and one thing that you shared on the show was why you went into nursing in the first place. You shared the story of your brother. And by the way, I'm very sorry for your loss. It was a heartbreaking story. Um, and I'm curious, what made you decide to go back? Um, you know, something like nursing school has always been like this tug of war, um, push and pull effect on me for several years. I have been in and out of nursing school for about six, six and a half years. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why it's been such a push and pull tug of war effect is because it's it's not my dream. You know, it's always been about my brother. It's always been about accomplishing this for my brother. And mm -hmm. somewhere in the middle of nursing school, I'd be like, I'm burnt out. I don't want to do this no more. And then I'll, I'll withdraw or I wasn't focused. So I'd, I'd fail. Mm -hmm. And so I would be repeating this process over and over and over again. And I think when I got onto the circle and I unexpectedly told that story about my brother and um and and when I lost I said you know what like this was confirmation that if I'm not supposed to be a nurse then I know I'm at least supposed to finish nursing school because I lost the circle for a reason so um I got home and I remember I called my mom and I spoke to my fiance and I was like you know what it's time I'm, I'm gonna do it and I know I've said this a thousand times, mom, but now I'm going to do it mm -hmm. um, because I've given the world my brother. And I, I feel like it would just be such a, a disservice not to finish that. Right. Um, so I'm happy about that. That's See, that's that's a great example of everything happens for a reason and taking something maybe like, you know, at, of course, losing the circle is not part of your game plan, but you're taking that negative and turning it to like the most amazing positive possible. So I commend yeah. you. Because yeah, that, that everything happens for a reason. It seems like that's what why that happened for you. Now I, I have to say, episode one, um, when you your first connection that you made in that circle with Sam was like the funniest. I mean, I, maybe it's the Jersey in me and like you guys bonding over New York, New Jersey. You guys bonded. The first thing you bonded over was over Dallas barbecue in New York. So I just have to know if you guys ever went and and got those sticky wings. <laughs> <laughs> because no, we, we haven't we, we haven't gone yet. Um, yet. Okay. But we are planning to do a meet and greet um, for the fans to come and meet us at uh, Dallas BBQ. Um, and nothing has been like, um, it's not official yet. We're still just in conversation about it. Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping spring or, or summer of 2023, we are going to be doing that. That is iconic. Like that's how you take a moment and like really like bring it to fruition. I'm sure that, I mean, that's going to be amazing. And 
you two are the best. I, I love when there's like a connection made day one and it just stays authentic throughout the whole season. And then when it's the fact that it's you two in the end, it was really giving like Joey and Shuby vibes, you know? Like, yeah. That you just like root for all season and then it's down to you two. It's like, as a viewer, I'm happy how it ends either way. And, and throw in Raven for that matter too, because you were the top three. I'm like, Anyway, it ends, I'm happy because I really just like was rooting for that's like my, you know, the alliance I was with the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Like, if, if I were in the circle, I think we'd be like a, a group, you know? So I love that. <laughs> it made me hungry when you guys said that. I'll tell you that I'm, I'm a big foodie. And so on that note, I'm going to keep the food train rolling here because you are from Jersey. And as am I, uh, I just kind of. I'm very curious as to what your go-to breakfast sandwich order is, because that is very important for New Jersey natives is no, the sandwiches, we don't mess around. Well, so, so for me, so if I go to the bodega, like, mm-hmm. okay, breakfast, I'm going to the bodega and I need a bacon, egg and cheese on a croissant. Oh, a croissant. Love that. Oh, I do. On a croissant. And, yeah. I, and I always, and I always, and I always tell, I'm like, listen, go heavy on the salt and pepper. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be shy. Don't be shy with the salt pepper. Oh, I love that. Wow. Croissant. See, that's like um Christmas morning at my um I do breakfast at my dad's, and that is exactly what we do for breakfast is a bacon, egg, and cheese on a croissant. But with my go-to, I always do a Kaiser roll, one of those poppy seed heart rolls. Ooh. Love that. Um, always was a bacon, egg, and cheese girl, but pork roll is kind of like really growing on me a lot. So you know I- something. It's so funny because in LA, I mean, obviously it's not Jersey, but like I have not found my authentic bodega where I can just walk in and just be like, yo, let me get a, let me, let me get a chopped cheeseburger. Let me get a chopped cheesesteak. Like, oh, and that's so major. How long have you been in LA? I've been in LA for two years. Oh my, two years next month. Yeah. Oh my God. You got to find your spot. You have to have a spot, you know, that Sunday morning, like roll through, get a nice warm, you know what I love is those, um, like the French vanilla cappuccino machines that they have. Yes. Oh like one of those, little, like, oh my God, that's the vibe. Those with a nice breakfast sandwich. You got, it's mandatory, but it is very hard to find. Like I've been here, I'm in Hoboken, like North Jersey. I don't know. I'm from, I'm from like South Central, whatever you want to call it. People think Central doesn't exist, whatever. Um, I'm, I'm here now and I'm like, there, there's not, I can't really find mine either up here. There's nothing that compares to my home bodegas at all at all it's trash yeah. yeah you know something the um my, my bodega my la bodega is starbucks now yes exactly <laughs> yeah that's that's mine here starbucks i can't even tell you how much money i have on the app right now all i got was gift cards for starbucks this christmas like yeah like <laughs> starbucks, starbucks and i never even liked starbucks until i moved to la i was always like a dunkin donuts guy oh, or the bodega guy Yep. I was always a Dunkin' person. You know what? I'm super like sweet tooth person. So I'd always be getting my caramel drinks from Dunkin' all the time. Now, I don't know what happened, but I'm a Starbucks girl now. And the pist- have you tried this pistachio cream cold brew they just came out with? Because I highly no. recommend it. I- oh, is it good? Oh my gosh. It is very good, but you need to make sure they're not lazy about it. And they need to top it off with these brown sugar crystals or whatever the hell they are. Because sometimes they get lazy and they don't put it, but it comes with it. And that first sip. Mm, if the first sip pisses me off, like, you know what? Trash the coffee. Cause throw it's it done. Out. Throw it out. It's done. Should, the first sip should always be a moment. So it has to be a home run. Yeah. I, I, I was getting the um pumpkin cream cold brew, seven pumps of vanilla. Yes. <laughs> seven <laughs> pumps of vanilla. Yes. But 
But now that the holiday season is over, now I've been getting into, um, and this is a tongue twister, the uh, ice brown sugar oat milk yeah, espresso. Shaken espresso. Yeah, I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. Because I tried, I attempted making that at home and it just obviously doesn't work. But you were talking to the queen of basic pumpkin here and that, oh, the first sip of that always hits. Like always has to consistently but yeah the, the holiday drinks are where it's at it does kind of slow down that's why i was excited i'm like oh my god they have a new january drink or whenever they came out with it and uh i have to tell you just give it a shot just give it a shot that pistache it's it's up there for me if they do it right with the pumpkin which is really saying a lot for me i got a pumpkin cookbook like i'm really that pumpkin girl so oh you are a pumpkin queen okay i, 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 I hear I, you <laughs> as it comes pumpkin everything um yeah i, I kind of push it to the limits with that Going back to the circle, because I'm telling you, I'm a foodie. I can go on and on about Starbucks all day, all day <laughs> long, all day long. But back to the circle. Um, from day one, everyone loved you, and you and Raven were the first two influencers of the season, blocking Brett and Xanthi. Were you shocked to see the two of them in the finale posing as Jennifer? Oh, nothing. Yeah. When I tell you, nothing could have prepared me for that. Right. Yeah. That I was so shocked like yeah. when they came and they walked into the finale dinner room i was just like xanthi and yeah. i forgot who brett was i was like i, I completely forgot. <laughs> i didn't even know who that man was i'm just like okay this is like a random person yeah but i'm like xanthi no way no way that this sweet old woman with this hat yeah was being posed by and they did an incredible job i'm sorry like out of all the catfishes in the circle history with an exception to delisa mm -hmm. yes Xanthi and Brett carry Jennifer in a way I have never seen before, ever. I completely agree. Like, I guess they just balanced each other out really well because they are very different and they just had different approaches, but they always agreed. They always agreed before they like sent a message, at least from what we saw on the show. I know there's obviously so much we don't see, but like it always seemed like nothing was ever sent without like both of their minds being involved. And I think that's just why it worked so well. I don't know. They were a great balance. And I completely agree. Like that was like the most successful catfish of all. I, there's so many moments where like, oh, here, here they go. This is, they're going to leave now. They're caught as a ha the hacker. I'm like, oh my God, all these moments. I'm like, Jennifer's gone, but somehow Jennifer prevailed. I don't understand, but I'm Jennifer very prevailed. It was, it was exciting stuff. I loved it. Now there's always another like twist in turn like like i said they had the hacker moment there's always these new twists each season that's why i love the circle too because it's never the same every season so this year we saw or this season we saw shuby return from season one as a catfish which is just hysterical because he's the most anti-catfish person ever um was that the most shocking twist of the season for you seeing shuby come in that was you know something i feel like that was a shocking twist for me but i feel like that's when I knew mm -hmm. it was on. That's when I, I was like, oh, it's game time. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, because, yeah. because when you're in your, it's it's one thing to be in your apartment and feel like you have the circle under control. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then you have those surprise moments like shoe bomb popping up on your TV screen. And you're like, you realize just how not in control you are. Yeah, trying to start a revolution as Sasha. <laughs> I can't. That revolution, I am, that, that revolution still got me tight to this day. I'm still mad about that revolution. Like, she just was like, she was ready to go down with a fight. Like, there was nothing to hold back, nothing to lose. Like, you know what? I'm going to just go all in and it's either going to work or it's not. And, you know, I respect that because 
it added something. It added, I didn't see it coming. That's for sure. Yeah, I was nothing. Nothing could have prepared me for that. Nothing. Oh my god, so funny too. Like, don't call me a fucking man or whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know. But I was like, you know what? I could see. I'm looking at the picture of like with Sasha. I'm like, see her just like getting a little feisty every now and then. Like I could. But then I'm like, oh no, no, no. Everyone, everyone realized that's a man. <laughs> that's a man, right? Everyone. And you know when I asked the and, and when I asked the question, mm -hmm. it's not like I had a feeling that mm -hmm. Sasha was a catfish or I thought that she was a, a man. I mean, I doubted everyone at at some point in some way. Not Sam or Raven, but I I kind of doubted everyone in some way at some point. And I remember I'm like, okay, we're just having fun. We're just asking questions. Like, let me just poke the bear. And when she responded that way, I was like, you know what? I must be right. Yeah, yeah, you're onto something there. God, do you, is there like a lot of pause, like between that answer, like your question and that answer, like how quick was the response? And is it, I guess, is everyone like, is there a time limit that people have to like get back to people or anything like that? Um, so I think, so in the games, um, response time is definitely, uh, it's more quicker mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. than it is in like a, uh, a group chat because in a group chat, you have to give everyone a chance to respond so that people aren't talking over each other. Yes. But in a game like the Savage question, it's instant because it's just you mm -hmm. responding to someone. Yeah. Right, right, right. So that there was no time to waste. Just she just went off. <laughs> yeah. When, when I saw that, I was just like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> that, is, that was pure, pure TV gold right there. That is what we're looking for. Um, now, like I said, you you remain consistently like high in the rankings all season long, not just from that first episode, all the way to the end as the secret super influencer where you had the power to block anyone you wanted right before the finale and you chose to block Oliver. Um, well, after meeting with Oliver and realizing that you were placed in his number one spot. Do you regret choosing to block him from the circle? No, no, no because well, one, there's a there's a whole lot that like the audience doesn't get to see. Right. So I feel like I can understand the reaction to like why people were like, "Oh my gosh, why did you block Oliver when you could have blocked Jen?" Right. And it, there was luckily I did have a lot of people who reached out and was like, "Chaz, you know what? It was actually smart of you to make that decision." And I'm going to break it down why I chose yeah. that, why I chose Oliver. Mm -hmm. When it came down to the final blocking, I told myself, this is the most important ratings of them all because we are about to crown the winner and the person's going to take home the money. Mm -hmm. If I block Jennifer, it's personal. It's not strategic. When you think about the most popular player in the circle mm -hmm. against the least popular player, keeping them in the game actually boosts my chance of winning. Right, right. Because if I, if I keep Jennifer in, Sam's going to rate her low. Mm -hmm. I'm going to rate her low. Tamara's going to rate her low because they had beef. Right. Um, so that puts Jennifer at the bottom. Whereas though, to, uh, when it came down to Tamara or Oliver, I was like, hmm. Mm. Oliver is liked by everyone. Mm -hmm. I need to keep the least likable, least likable players in the game so it boosts my chance at winning. And when I came in second, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, it proved my theory. Yeah, um, and, and Oliver and I, we had we talked about it on Twitter, and he was like, "You know what, Chaz was really smart to block me because if he would have kept me in, I was gonna rate him last." And I was just like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, in the end, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." When it came down to the last one, right? Oh, okay. See, yeah, that makes complete sense. It totally does because I think I mean Jennifer did come in last out of the finalists, right? 
Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, makes sense. I think that definitely did work in your favor. And what a hard decision to make too. That just can't be easy. Like you actually, and then you have to do it face to face on top of everything. Like, come on. Now I got to do this. That's got to hurt. What was that moment going? Cause did, I mean, the knocking, like, first of all, do they knock on everybody's doors to get that reaction out of everyone? I think I know my door was knocked on. I don't know about everyone else, but like I, there was always a knock. There was always a knock. Yeah. So I mean, that moment, like, what was it like when you just like sat on that couch and just, like Oliver was Oliver, you're you, and you obviously like had a great chat, but how, how, what was like that initial like stump? Was there like stomach drop type moment? I feel like that's so nerve wracking to walk into. Um, I know it wasn't a stomach drop moment. Um, I just, it didn't matter to me if he was a catfish or not. So it, cause we, there wasn't a developed connection whereas though, uh, if you remember my connection with Bruno, where when she walked in, I was shocked because right, right. I had already fell in love with Bruno. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when when I went to go see Oliver, whether he was a catfish or not, there, there wasn't a stomach drop moment because there wasn't, I had one conversation with him. There wasn't anything there. Yeah. Um, but I did feel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have preferred to just block him or anyone else from my room versus like yeah. seeing them just, just or not type just say the name tell the circle to send it in exactly yeah. exactly I, yeah i don't know if you remember but when i found out when i was the secret super influencer i said to myself i was like you know what i've been thinking about everybody else this whole season it's time to think about me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was me saying should i block sam or should i block raven yes i felt that i was afraid of that but i told well, were you leaning towards doing that at all at any point? Never. No, not actually. Yeah. It, like, of course, it's going to cross your mind because you really have very few people to choose from. But I know you just that's that's like you made it this far with these people like they're going to they're not going to hurt your game. It's not like they rated you in the bottom and like switched on you last minute. Like you guys knew you had a real connection. And yeah. So- and I always say, like, you know, what you do for money will always follow you. Mm-hmm. and <clears throat> yeah it's a game show and yeah I could have went and blocked Sam and maybe I would have won or if I could have blocked Raven maybe I would have won I don't know but let's say that I did hypothetically mm-hmm. I would be the most I would have went from being the most loved to the most hated yeah yeah because it just completely is a switch of character that like would even like feel as good to win in, th- in that case you know you'd feel kind of like you know you did people dirty I mean well 100,000 is 100,000 but 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 it's not but but it's not a million. <laughs> it's not a million. Like it's okay. It's not a million. It's not it's it's not worth like messing with actually like your ethics for it all, you yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah. So piggybacking off of the blocking of Oliver, it reminds me a lot of Raven choosing to block Marvin because I was like, you know, that's another scenario where like you were flirting with this person. And, you know, they were, I mean, as a viewer, I know that Marvin was keeping Raven high up in her rankings or in his ranking. Um, And so I think like, you know, I get that he lied to you and played you, but strategically you should keep him around because he's like putting you in first. Do you think it's like a similar situation you and Oliver, or do you, do you understand why she chose to block Marvin um, instead of somebody else? Um, In the apartment at the moment, I didn't understand it. I was like, why did Marvin just get blocked? I didn't understand it. But after rewatching the show, it wouldn't have made a difference anyway because he would have gotten blocked the next round. Um, he would have been gone. 
Yeah. Um, especially, especially with he was he wasn't going to make it to the couch no matter what because instead of Tom being blocked in the brutal blocking, it would have been Marvin. Like Marvin was going to get blocked at some point. Yeah. Either way, so it wouldn't have helped her game plan um, watching the show. So I understand why she got rid of him. Yeah, it, it does make sense because at that point, he, he lost the trust of kind of everybody. Everyone knew what he did. So if you can't trust somebody, then you got to go. I get that. That's so true. He would have he would have gone eventually. So and yeah, he played himself. He completely played himself. And I said, I was like, oh, Marvin, you just shot yourself in the foot. It's over. Yeah. And it's so hard to watch back because you can tell he's just like, has a good, he's a good guy, but he like, he's just a stupid boy. He's just, yes. You got, moment, you know? You got three degrees, three whole degrees. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. By the way, I felt brilliant because I got that science question right with the elements that he got. Was it hydrogen or something? Right. I'm like, Hy oh, hydrogen or something. Hydrogen. Some reason. And chemistry and science never been my thing. Never. I'm like, I think it's hydrogen. I thought I felt brilliant in that moment. I was it was like winning Jeopardy questions, you know, like I felt, <laughs> I felt like that level of intelligence. Yes. <laughs> that was good. That was a good moment for me. Um, okay, but yeah, that totally makes sense. Both of these I I feel like I have a clear understanding of both of your reasonings. Um yeah on those blockings now take me back to how you felt during that finale did you did you I mean as a viewer I keep saying this like I think everyone kind of thought you were going to win people said it on the show that were in the circle were you going into it thinking I have this in the bag like what was your thought process no I, I feel like every time I became an influencer from the first episode like I was shocked because I'm like I don't even believe in me this much. Why do y'all believe in me like this? <laughs> I was like, damn, like, y'all must really like me. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I never had one moment or gut feeling that, like, I had it in the bag. I just kind of, no expectations, and I would be happy with the results no matter what. Yeah. Um, so when Sam won, I didn't feel, like, misplaced, or I didn't feel um, that I was supposed to win because I feel like, despite me not winning the money i had so much success on the show i yeah. mean i'm i i'm officially tied with shoe bomb as the most voted influencer in the circle history wow that's um, something wow that um i won tan francis fashion challenge mm -hmm. um i told my story i impacted people around the world i mean these are things that will last way longer than money right and I mean, the friendships you make on the show, I mean, I've seen on social media, you guys are, you're hanging out with your castmates from like this season and previous seasons. You guys are all linking up, right? I'm sure you've gotten together a million times by now since the show wrapped. Millions of times, yeah. millions of times. Yeah, it's like a family. I feel like not just with, I mean, especially with other like circle people from previous seasons and current season, um, but just like Netflix as a whole, I feel like it's kind of like such a tight-knit community that, you know, like Tan, hello, Tan is thinks you're a fashion icon like hello <laughs> can we just say like i am ready to go into fashion like all the way <laughs> come back to the east coast we have new york fashion week is like any day like let's let's get you in you're a designer now as far as I, like somebody please give me the invite because like I'm, I'm like i have always loved style and fashion mm -hmm. but it wasn't until i won that fashion challenge with tan prince where i was like 
saying, don't big my head up because now I'm ready to be a designer. Now I'm ready to be a fashion model. Like, <laughs> yes. and, and that's why, that's why I wore my outfit to the date with Sam. Oh, okay. Yes. As you should. But that's all the validation you need. Tan saying like how talented you are. Like, goodbye. That's enough for me. <laughs> you need nothing else. Put that on my grave. That Tan thinks I'm fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> seriously i love i love that moment for you that was a well-deserved win for sure thank um, you no of course so i want to know kind of like what what do you have a plan ahead any any projects or goals like what's next for you now um after i'm done nursing school i'm definitely going to work really really hard to continue my career and um in tv mm -hmm. um definitely in fashion as far as like any any specific projects um, I have my own television show that I really want to get sold to a network that I already filmed and it's all about my business. Um, I love that. That's amazing. That's thank you. Yeah. And outside of that, I'm just living life right now. I'm just living life. I want to travel. I just, you know, I'm really happy with uh, the show. I loved my edit and um, I just want to see what's, what's in store for me. Yeah. Where, where do you want to travel to? Uh, this year I want to go to South Africa, Brazil, Jamaica, and I'm gonna throw a random one out there. Yes. Belize. Oh my gosh, you're making me want to step up my vision board for 2023. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my yes. God, I love all of that. It, do you film, I remember previous seasons, at least um, the circle was taped in, in the UK. Is that, re, is that right? Or am I making that up? Yeah, in oh. Manchester. How was it being there? Was that your first time going there? Uh, I When I tell you, yeah, my first time there, um, I wish I was able like to see more, um, right. but they keep you in a really like, you know, mm -hmm. they have to like hide you because you don't want to see other castmates. Right, right. Oh my God. Um, but the things that I saw from my window, my balcony, it was beautiful. Stunning, <laughs> stunning. And from the jacuzzi, did you ever go in the hot tub? No, no, I never went to the hot tub. Oh man, that could have been a good view though. Maybe from up there. Honestly, yes, yes. <laughs> nice view. Okay, so I mean, I feel like that's pretty much all I have for you today. I can't thank you enough for doing this. Um, is there, where can people find you? What are your socials? Give us the plugs. So my Instagram is that shampoo poppy and my TikTok is I'm shampoo poppy. And I'm always on TikTok live. So please come and hang out with me on live. Usually I bring on um, some viewers to come on live and just hang out with me there. Love so if it. you have any other burning questions, follow me on TikTok live and come hang out with your boy. I love it. First of all, TikTok, like really, honestly, I don't know when it happened, but Instagram kind of like became like the new Facebook. Like it's all about TikTok now. And I'm here for the lives. I'm here for that. I want to yes. tuning in for sure. My lives are so entertaining too. We have fun on my lives. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh my God. I can't, I, I believe it because I honestly had a great time talking to you. I feel like I've like known you forever and you're very oh. easy too. And it's like easy to see why you just, you've done so well on the show and you should be so proud of yourself. Like you said, you like, you know, it's really not about winning. You got so, so much more out of it. And I'm so excited for everything you have ahead. You're graduating in literally two weeks. Like you have so much going on for you. And I'm so happy for you and, and to see your success and everything you do going Thank forward. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I, I fingers crossed for that show because I, I want to see the Jersey Shore pukers. Yes. <laughs> and whoever else you got uh, with your business. Shampoo Poppy. 
Let's shampoo poppy. Fingers crossed that we get this sh this television so sold, and a network picks it up. Hopefully, Netflix. Oh my gosh, I couldn't think of <laughs> that's a we got your new show right here. Oh my god, exactly. Yes, well, thank, thank you again so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's so much fun. <laughs>